This is Zaniac Joe Pellerito. And Danny Pellerito. E Z S P E Z S P. It's the Eric Zane Show podcast. Give me an E. E. Give me a Z. Z. Give me a S. S. Give me a P. P. What's that spell? S. P. What's that spell? S. P. All right, listen. It's the Eric Zane Show podcast show. Yeah, that's what it is. Please welcome Mr. Eric Zane. Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the week. Hello to you all from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studios. So good to have you uh, along. I appreciate you. I don't know what is going on. I've uh, corrected several times the um, Twitch stream that's supposed to say the title of the show. I've entered it in numerous times. And uh, it keeps kicking me out and saying, no, we want to title it The Wednesday Show. And I'm like, okay, well, that's weird. Um, I guess I'm going to have to live with it. So it just uh, seems to be slowing me down today. And I hope that isn't a precursor of things to come. Uh, It is turning out to be just a spectacular sun beaming in morning. My God. Uh, Another gloriously busy day today it um it it's getting weird because i'm like looking ahead and i'm like well in three weeks i might have a little time to actually take a dump because today is uh is ridiculous again and i i was uh supposed to give my beloved brother-in-law a shower yesterday and you know it's getting bad on the time constraints when I'm like, oh, fuck. Now, because I'm the biggest supporter of clean body on the NFK. There's nothing great about a gamey smelling man in my home. And uh, couldn't get it done yesterday. Just jam-packed with things going on. Today is is no different. I have to get this show done. I have to get the Patreon bonus podcast done. All right, great. No problem. I have to uh, create the Insane Asylum, heavily influenced by Aram this week. And uh, Dennis G also helping out quite a bit. Uh, Adam's Oddity will be featured on the Insane Asylum. I have to get that done. That's uh, okay. Then I have to be uh, interviewed. I have to go to... The world-famous public access TV station WKTV to be interviewed by Pamela. Pamela Kay. That's all I know. That's all I know. The only reason why this happened is because my motto is always just say yes. Just say yes, Eric Zane. It'll all work out. Just say yes to people. If they do, if people don't ask you for things, that means you're a loser. Okay, that means no one cares. So just say yes. 
no matter what it is, with a few exceptions. I'll let you figure those out. But I, I ran into the uh, multi-talented Pamela Kay, who I think off, uh, interviews people in podcast form for, for books. Now, I haven't written a book, but uh, I think she had a spot to fill on her podcast, which I don't know the name of. It might be the Pamela Kay podcast interviewing people about their books. Interviewing authors podcast with the exception of today when she interviews your old pal Eric Zane. And uh, it, it all stems from a couple of weeks ago when I was the, uh, I guess, lead speaker I don't know, at PodCraft. PodCraft was like a, a, a roundtable town hall meeting about podcasting. I talked to you about this. I was kind of like, hey, how you doing here? This is how you make your podcast better. How do you know? Well, I've done it all wrong. Oh, okay. So I had these people eating out of the palms of my out of the palm of my hand. I only have two palms, and I only put one out. And uh, I was like, yeah, you know, you should consider this. Uh, you can uh, consider putting the right title on the podcast. That, that's all. That's always a winner. It's always a good start putting the right title on the podcast. But my God, and they're like, oh, okay, this is great. So then, Pamela is like, will you? Hey. I want you on my podcast. Now, I she might secretly want me. So, I have to be careful because my charms are usually very strong with women. It is uh it is actually a blessing that I am a ghoulish looking man. Because I have I honestly, I have to say this. I am so unbelievably attractive by using my big, bold, beautiful brain and incredible wit and personality that I could be having sex with multiple women every single day if I chose to. But I have chosen to uh, use my powers for good and not to objectify these women and cheat on my wife. Okay? I have uh, decided to actually... Just be a nice fellow and not be involved in seducing these women. But I am absolutely aware that I have that power. I choose not to use it for evil. Now, some of you might actually uh, be, some of you ladies and men might be being turned on by me uh, disclosing that I am aware of my potent sex power. Um, but I, I want you to quell that and know that I am not going to have sex with you, nor am I going to have sex with this very nice lady. I'm just going to answer her questions in podcast form. She'll probably be playing with her hair and like batting her eyes. Is that even a thing people do batting their eyes? Does that mean anything when a woman plays with her hair? I don't know far as I know, I wouldn't know if a woman was hitting on me if my life depended on it. I haven't been in the game for years, decades. Coming up on 30 years now, married to the queen of the forest and together with her for 33 years and almost two months. January of 1989. 
Oh, what a night. Uh, good news on the taxes front. I was, um, I salvaged the year. Thank God. The concern of uh, owing 20 plus thousand dollars diminished because the Gins, the tax hobbit, was correct. Uh, what had happened was after I got raped forcibly by the federal government last year. He said, you need to become an S-corp. I said, what is that? And he said, shut up. Do I dare try to get him on this early? I don't know if this is going to work. Tax Hobbit has been on here once before. But this is tax season. Hey, hey, at 43? Hey, uh, just a heads up. You are on the podcast right now. Hi, Zane Master. It's good to hear your voice, Tax Hobbit. Thank you. It's good to be heard. Yeah, good to be heard. 43 points last night for Stauskas. Eight more three-pointers. He has 100 points in two nights and 19 threes. Incredible. He's a machine. Uh, this was a, uh, set, uh, let's see, 2014. He was a first-round draft pick, eighth overall lottery pick in the NBA. Never able to really catch on anywhere. He struggled. But this is incredible. Yeah. He's got to get a, he, yeah, he, he's, he's got to get a sniff. Absolutely. And he's from Michigan, so you uh went to you him. went to Parma Parma West High School? <laughs> Parma Western. Parma Western. You graduated yeah. in nineteen ninety? Ninety two. How many points did you average your senior year of high school? Thirty point six. Thirty a game. Thirty point six a game. You're five foot eight? Five foot seven, almost six foot. I'm almost six foot. Five foot seven, 30 point whatever points a game for your senior year. You had to have been considered for Mr. Basketball in the state of Michigan. Not really. 30. Too small. 30. Too small. I know. Ah. Who, uh, who won? I got, I got, I'm sorry. Who uh, won Mr. Basketball last year or that year? Ken, Kenyon Murray. His twin sons are at Iowa now. Okay. Kenyon Murray from Battle Creek uh, Central. You have taken you have taken that intensity from the basketball court and turned it on into the uh, tax world. Isn't that correct? That is correct. I was just bragging to the people that you told me one year ago I needed to become an S corp, and then I said, "What is that?" And you told me to shut up. I don't. Well, kn- not exactly. I don't know what an S corp <laughs> is, but I, apparently I am one. Is that right? You are. What can to the to the layman and, and as quick as possible, can you tell me is an is an S Corp? Uh it's a um separate tax return for business owners that so, that you can pay reasonable salary to yourself, um, and then the flow through you pay ordinary tax on the flow through profits. So it's say it's a huge um 
savings for the taxpayer. Um, right. And then there's a liability shield as well. Now, there's a couple of steps that have to take place to make that happen. And you walked me through that like an expert in the past year. Yep, you have to elect test status prior to March 15th if you want to be an escort for the current year. Um, and then set yourself up on a reasonable salary uh, based on net profits, which, you know, is a, just, a, like I said, a tax savings for okay. the FICA Medicare. Now, this was very important because I didn't know any of this. And you just said, Zane Master, I have it. Let me do my job, Zane Master. I got your back. Yeah. And you and uh, I went into that tax meeting thinking I was going to be forcibly boned again by the government. But you steered me through this nightmare with your expertise. Isn't that correct? That is correct. And saved you thousands of dollars of tax money. I wanted to bring you on here to explain that because I don't have the formidable skills that you have to put that into perspective for the layman. You got people, you got tag accounting on your side. Um, I am uh, so excited that you did that for me and uh, I will never ever, well, I never did doubt you, but you are the reason why my world is complete. I want you to know that I've got a gunslinging little tax hobbit who can still drain it from downtown in my corner. Always, always. I always got your back. I want everyone to call you. Uh, they can still, they can still reach out to you at 616-301-9516 to, uh, get your services isn't that correct troy that is correct what is your middle is- name what is your middle name alan a-l-a-n do you realize that if your first name was frank we could not use uh yeah. the- <laughs> I'd, i would have had to go to a different route with the business name <laughs> i would have had to okay <laughs> all right now uh you have courtside seats whenever you want them at the uh, the the next gold game is Thursday, March 10, Windy City Bulls. I need you courtside, okay? Okay, I'll okay. I need Thank you, you very much. with with your little legs hanging off the chair, not touching the ground. Right. Okay. And my small carny hands. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, I want you to have a uh, incredible tax day. Okay. All right. Thanks, Dave Master. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. The Gins, again. His intensity is unmatched. 30 plus a game as a little fella. You know, if our own Patriot Nick, you know, maybe he can, I mean, he can't really uh, relate, I don't think. Because Nick is one foot shorter than our beloved, our beloved uh, tax hobbit, the Gins. My God. Absolutely incredible. Thank you to him. So that that made my day. I was like, oh, thank God. Thank God. Um, the thing about the Gins is leading up to this. I had no idea the specifics of how this all, all this stuff worked. All he said was, just shut up. Let me do it. I'll take care of you. 
I will walk you through this, Zane Master. Thank you, Troy. Yesterday, I had a chance to speak with Hal Sparks. Now, Hal is a comedian. Appearing, uh, well, he appeared last night, and he's appearing all the rest of this week through Saturday, locally. And, uh, my God, this guy, you, you must listen to this interview. My only complaint about Hal is I sure feel dumb talking to him. Uh, we we, we uh, talked about like rock music and hair bands to start. And then that was it. That was it. Because then I basically just go in the direction of a topic. And Hal is wicked smart. How you like them apples? Hal's super fucking smart. And I have this uh, weirdo thing where... If I am talking to someone who's dominating, I feel like I should talk, like I have to say something, but at the same time, kind of don't want to get in the way. So I'll just, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see, you know, shit like that. And then maybe ask the next question. A professional like me, realizes when you're outgunned and all someone like me who is outgunned in that scenario can do is get the fuck out of the way. Hell's fucking intense, man. Um, now if you're, uh, way on the right, you're not going to like this interview. Well, you might, it might draw something out of you, but Hal is uh, way on the left. And so, but he's funny as shit and super smart. I uh, had the pleasure of talking to him yesterday and he was great. And I posted that in the same spot. You get the free podcast and there's a video podcast that goes with it. And uh, Hal's cool. Hal's really, really cool. Hal featured quite a bit in the Stuttering John podcast. And um, John has the same scenario, Uh John's super outgunned because John's even dumber than I am. But um, Hal and John, there's kind of like a dynamic there that Carl from Who Are These Podcasts has suggested that there is a rift between the two. Now, I don't know if Hal was blowing smoke or what, but um, I threw out there, hey, Hal, are you familiar with who are these podcasts? And he denied it. No, I, I don't know that. But then kind of went off on them. And I don't know. I don't know what to believe on that. But he's very good. I like him. You can check that out. He's in town all this week. Check out his show, Full House Comedy. Uh, this show, each and every day on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Thank you for being part of the live audience. Your attendance is appreciated. If you're listening to the live or the audio podcast later on, if you could check out twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live and uh, hit the follow button if you could. And if you're, if you're really feeling froggy, subscribe for free with Twitch. Twitch prime is what they call it. And that means if you ever get caught up in the whole show uh, as it happens live each and every day, 
Uh, you won't be inundated with ads in the middle of the podcast. Every time you start the podcast, there is an ad. Uh, but then later on, you won't have to worry about that. Uh, tonight is tonight's the night gonna be all right. Was that Rod Stewart? I play that on Big 101.3. The fun hits you know. Tonight's the night. Ben, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast reconvenes for a 7 p.m. start tonight right here. If you're on Patreon, you can catch it live on Patreon. And you can also be in the audience with us. I see all these Beautiful, shining faces each and every time we do it. Uh, you're all part of the show. I send uh, dozens of invites. Usually we get about 15 to 20 of you. If you have never received that invite, if you're a Patreon member and you have never received that invite, let me know and I will include you in the invite. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. On the Shoreliners striping inbox. Okay. So that will be 7 p.m. tonight. I'm hoping for um, things that I, I, I want to do each week. I don't always do the uh, one minute of the Ben and Bethany show, but I have lately. Got the Ben and Bethany show that we uh, highlight one minute of from Ben and his first ever podcast with um, the ultimate vocal fry queen, Bethany. Um. Bet on Ben is the uh, is the game show segment. We Saul as the joke judge is ridiculous, and Saul his presence alone is fantastic. That is a sweet Saul K, who um, known as Blind Saul. He joins us, and he is the joke judge. Now. Saul, I have to tell you this and give you a little bit of perspective. Saul um, has lived a very uh, sheltered existence. Um, He has had to plug in to the help of his beloved family to get him to where he is now. So that's a nice way of saying Saul has not ventured out into the world and like uh, slayed Poon and things like that. Um, and really, really smart as well. Saul is a, I would say genius level intelligence, super smart, but Saul is book smart. Saul is not street smart in any way, shape or form. And I think Saul would admit that. Okay. Saul, our little furry friend. I only say that is because, uh, because we saw, uh, Saul's ass crack. When we were at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV for the Great Food Giveaway. And um, uh, all of us saw it because his pants kind of, he didn't have a, a, any belt on. So we we saw the fur. And all of us remained quiet except one. And that would be uh, Sarah, the walking human megaphone, who said, Oh, pull up your pants. He's a furry little fucker. And I'm like, what are you doing? Come on, you're killing me. Poor Saul, Jesus. Well, anyway. Um, the sheltered life has led to these ridiculous exchanges where 
the miscreants that populate the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast audience. Um, we will be talking about things like ass eating, like we did last week. We had an in-depth discussion about the 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 good and the bad of eating ass, and then we had to deal Saul in and get him caught up on that. And you know, I treat Saul like one. I talk to Saul like one of the boys, and I should. He is one of the boys, for God's sake. But um, you know, I. We're kind of giving the man an education on things and uh, hearing his reaction makes me smile. And it's one of the most fun things I've we've been doing in quite some time for the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. So that is 7 p.m. tonight and you have to be part of this. You can only get this show if you're on my Patreon. All right. Five or ten bucks a month. And in particular, the last three shows of the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, I know that they have gotten progressively funnier. They're all great, but these last three in particular, I'm like, Ben, we are on a winning streak. We are killing it. All right? We're like the tax hobbit from uh, Beyond the Ark. We're like Nick Stauskas. Pouring in another 43 points last night as the Grand Rapids gold get to uh, another victory. All right. Hold on a second here. I just got some interaction from a beloved family member, and this is uh this is um my uh sweet Niece, Shannon. Shannon writes, I want you to know I'm listening to the recent Dear Meathead with Grandpa. I'm dying because Grandpa said, have I, (laughs) Grandpa said, have I ever called you Meathead? And you said, yes, sir. I don't know why that killed me so much, but you said, yes, sir. But I was cackling for 10 minutes just thought you would like to know. Love you. Well, I guess it catches people off guard from time to time. That's great to hear from her. That, that, that's one of those moments when my real-life family colliding with my podcast family is like, oh, God, that is just crazy to me. All right. Anyway, sorry. I totally digress. Distracted. I need to turn the phone over and ignore the text messages. All right. I've titled this next story that I have for you as uh, Asshole Kid Wins Lottery. Now, what you have here is the headline reads, Northern Indiana Teacher Seen on Video Slapping Student. Um, teacher is granted early retirement. So that sounds to me like it was, all right, uh, you're an asshole, but you're out of here. So, uh, I did a little digging on the story. So let's let the, uh, local Northern Indiana news do the heavy lifting here. 
Check it out. New at 11, a school in northern Indiana fires a teacher after he was caught slapping a student on school security cameras. We want to give you a warning. The video is graphic, so we're only going to share a clip. The video shows a teacher, Mike Hosinski, confronting a student last week, and at one point, oh, the oh no, oh, okay, hold, hold on a second here. Hold on. Did you see that? Okay. Everything was fine until he did that. God dang it. You know? Share clip. The video shows a teacher, Mike Hosea. Okay, he, all right. I, at 11, a school in northern Indiana. I'm fucking this up. Teacher after he was caught slapping a student on school security cameras. We want to give you a warning. The video is graphic, so we're only going to share a clip. The video shows a teacher, Mike Hosinski, confronting a student last week, and at one point, he strikes the student's face, hitting his head against the wall. Now, this happened oh, no. at High School in Elkhart County. The school tells us the... Okay, I wanted to just say he's doing fine. You can definitely grab the backpack, all right? But then that shot to the head was just a little much, man. Not good at all. You can't give him a, a, a solid right hand like that. Watch this. Oh. He strikes yep. the student's face. Oh. Not okay. And the kid. Uh, now, see, but this is good by the kid. If, if he's not really hurt, you gotta realize your surroundings. And he does. Let's just say for the sake of this discussion, he's not hurt. Throw yourself on the ground. You will ensure that he is fired and you will ensure that you will become a millionaire because then you sue the teachers union. You sue whoever made this carpeting that looks like shit. You sue whoever made the wall to be so hard. You sue this girl here for not intervening and this teacher back here because she didn't say anything. You are a multi-millionaire at this point. That's what you do as a smart teenager, okay? Maureen says the kid did a Bill Lame Beer flop, which is an excellent reference. <laughs> Holy shit. I am so impressed that you busted out the Bill Lame Beer flop. All right. Let's get back to this. Jimtown High School in Elkhart County. The school tells us the confrontation centered around the sweatshirt the student was wearing in class. Hmm. The district says that the kids wearing a sweatshirt. Now I don't know what was on the sweatshirt. Did it say? Uh, was it a, a, a homemade job with an image of that teacher that said "fuck this guy" or "this guy's a cock"? I'm not sure, but teacher no longer works at the school and is banned from campus. The student was by the way injuries and DCS uh, DCS is investigating along with the sheriff's office. So the school is known as the Jimtown Jimmies. It said it on the site. Hey, this is Jimmy country. The Jimtown Jimmies. Several students at that high school actually participated in a walkout in support of the teacher earlier this morning before that security video was released. And okay, now this is important. What I was understanding is that this little fuck is an asshole, this kid. And so the whole school hates the kid. This is true. Everyone in the school has beat the shit out of this kid at one point in time because he's such a cock, which means his mom and dad are also cocks. 
Uh, it's still not okay to hurt. It's just barely not okay to hit this kid in the head. Just barely. I mean, maybe not the solid right. Maybe if you just did kind of like a Connor Connor McGregor uh, elbow deal, perhaps that were that that would have been okay. But that straight right hand, not good. The sheriff's office. Several students at that high school actually participated in a walkout in support of the teacher earlier. This- That's what tells me that this kid is an asshole. They're supporting the teacher. This morning, before that security video was released. And after seeing the video, a lot of kids withdrew their support for the teacher. But one student went on camera saying <laughs> there was blame on both sides. Okay, this is the kid who's like, yeah, they are. We, we supported the teacher and then we stopped supporting the teacher. But I'm still supporting the teacher because he's still an asshole. He's a particularly, like, troubled student. Like, on the bus, he's always cussing out the bus driver and saying terrible things about the bus driver. So it's not, like, out of the normal for him to, like, (laughs) be disrespectful or say, like, disrespectful things. But that still doesn't give Mr. Hosinski the right to, like, hurt him. See, she's pretty pretty great. I'll have to say that this kid is fantastic. She just explained it all without resorting to horrible language that I would use. Okay. She just said he is disrespectful and horrible to the bus driver of all people, just trying to get the kid there safely. And this chick witnesses it. And then she uh, follows up with, but that still does not give Mr. Hosinski the right. It kind of does, though. As an adult, okay, we have to understand that these children are smarter than us. So she, being having more wisdom than me, has, uh, has done what I am not capable of doing because I... If it's if I saw a video of him being an asshole to the bus driver, I am going to then wish that I was watching a video of Mr. Hosinski hitting him hard in the head. But we all know that that is not appropriate and we cannot endorse that behavior. That's why we turn to the young people uh, for wisdom. And I think that this young lady has done an excellent job of setting me straight. When I suggest that I support Mr. Hosinski in bashing that little fuck in the head to like be disrespectful or say like disrespectful things, but that still doesn't give Mr. Hosinski the right to like hurt him. We have a link to the school district statement about this incident and the investigation. It's posted tonight on WTHR.com. All right. So Mr. Hosinski has, uh, we are not having a retirement party for Mr. Hosinski. That's, uh, that's going to be it. Um, this is the full video. And I tell you what, you can see here the mad walk um, right from the beginning. Here's the little shit. This guy, this teacher wearing the wacky shirt, he knows what's coming. He he sees big bad Hosinski following this kid, and he knows this kid's in deep shit. Okay, this is the closed circuit. Uh oh, now look at Hosinski is like I'm gonna jog after him. I'm running after the kid. 
And then we go down the hall. We pick it up. There's Osinski. Yeah, all right. And then now, okay. He puts the mad finger in his face. Look at little buddy there. He's probably right now. The kid is saying, why don't you suck my hairless dick? Oh, oh no. And now that I immediately feel bad for the kid though. I immediately feel bad. Uh, I don't think the teacher there saw what, yes, she did. Okay. So here you go. Is that the eyewitness? No, I, I, I don't think she did. Okay. Bam. Right there. Oh no. Uh Oh, okay. Yep. And he's like, oh, he's faking it. He's, ah, oh, shit. That's the end of my career. Hosinski marches off. Fuck him. That's what he said. Fuck that kid. Wow. Well, Hosinski's going to have to call it a career. And congratulations to the shithead family for now earning millions of dollars. Okay. You cannot do that. You cannot hurt children no matter how hard or how badly they treat you. You cannot hit children. Okay? However, however, as much as you want to, that's not okay. I'm getting various uh, various comments. We are divided amongst the populace. I've got a good job, Hosinski, from Kate. I've got a, I fucking hate this teacher no matter what, from Kenny. I've got a, I don't give a shit what the kid did. Fuck that guy. I get more upset each time I see it. I admit it's hard to watch. I admit it's hard to watch. But I just want you guys to understand we don't have the context of this little fuck. Yes, he's a fuck. We've determined that. We know how he treats the bus driver. We know his mom and dad are probably assholes. They're probably of of crumbly stature. All right? Now we have uh, this kid's mom and dad are going to be very, very wealthy. And uh, so now we have stupid people because no doubt this kid's mom and dad are are stupid uh, inbred assholes. Um, They are going to be very, very wealthy now. Now we have stupid people with money. And I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing. Usually if these wayward kids with shithead parents uh, exist in the world, we're all better off letting them fall through the cracks. All right. This is my final opinion on all of this. It is never okay for a teacher to harm a kid. That's what calm Eric says, calm Eric says, but if you include the Hosinski method where you are being told to fuck off by a little shit, I can understand the solid Hosinski maneuver. 
I get it. Not okay. Hosinski should be fired. He shouldn't be granted early retirement. Hosinski should be fired and he should be charged with assault. That is what I feel. And I feel that during the arraignment, the judge should say, now I understand this kid is an asshole. We heard from the, the, the very wise 10th grader who made it clear that this kid is an asshole. That being said, it is, st- and then punish him to the fullest extent of the law. I think that everything needs to be surrounded with fullest punishment uh, possible, but make it clear this kid is an asshole. Amanda is old school. She writes, if my kid deserved it and the teacher hit her, I'd applaud him. Yeah, I don't know. I think that I would react poorly if my child was struck, even if uh, my child did something that warranted some type of corporal punishment. You know? If anybody's going to uh, agree, is going to um, administer corporal punishment, it's going to be me. I, I don't know. I guess it depends on what the kid said. Like if I if Jim came home and said, I told Mrs. So-and-so she's called her a whore and she smacked me, I think I might say, well, that will, you've learned something. You don't call ladies whores, especially teachers, you know? Is there anything really wrong with that? So I guess I'm kind of torn. I've spoken out of uh, both sides of my mouth here. What if that kid said, uh, I fucked your mom and I'm glad she's dead to Mr. Hosinski. And then Mr. Hosinski cracked him across the head. Would that be okay? What do you guys think? Rick from TC Paintball agrees with Amanda suggesting that if her kid deserved it and the teacher hit her, she would applaud him. And Rick is on the same page. Kenny says that's fucked up, Amanda. So we have a real polarizing issue here. Are you team kid or are you team Hosinski? Kenny is furious. All I can do here is sit here and shake my head. Wow, he says. Kate then says, no one beats my kids except me. Uh, Andrea agrees with that. I don't know Caddis 36. All I know, I I see the name. We need to bring back corporal punishment. JD Babe 2001 says, I remember when they could use a paddle on kids. Yes, I was struck. Hmm. Nobody touches my kid. 
Jason says, deserved or not, the guy most likely violated his employer's policy. I, I would I would say that that's true. Yeah, I generally I would have to say uh, probably not the best uh, best thing to strike kids. But I mean, I can. I think you have to. I think it's important to establish human nature here, um, and human nature. I mean, I'm not saying that the guy doesn't get fired, the guy doesn't get early retirement, the guy doesn't get charged. But I think that in order to get the full context, I need to know what this kid said to Mr. Hosinski. Okay? That's what I need to know. I need a little bit more insight because as it is, Hosinski still has plenty plenty of years that he's going to need to work. He's not so old. Like he can retire right now. He needs so. I don't know what the hell Hosinski's going to do. I mean, in the small Indiana town, uh, I don't know. In Indiana, they might give him the key to the city. Who knows? Wow. What an explosive story. Holy shit. Amanda is going ham on the kids. They are evil, manipulative little bitches that should have been hit more as children. She's referring to two chicks at her work that she says she routinely wants to beat the shit out of. Maureen says, call the school, Eric. Ask what the kid said. Don't think they're going to... Yeah, he told him to go fuck his mom. I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't know if that one is going to get me very far. (laughs) All right. (sighs) Incredible. Incredible story. Really, really dividing the audience here. But... I brought it up because I think the big the big winner here are the kid. The kid really took uh, took one on the chin, literally, and is going to be worth so much money. And uh, that you know, when you give uh, shitheads money, it's like giving them a loaded gun. I don't know if that's that's the best thing in the world. You you want to keep shitheads poor, okay? If this kid is a shithead, and I have every reason to, I have evidence to prove that he is, according to that wise young girl, it's probably best to keep kids and parents like that in poverty. Uh, I, I would make the argument that we need people like that poor. If you keep them poor, they have less opportunity to do damage in the real world. You look at the crumblies. It's a very wealthy family. I don't know how the Crumblies got their money, if they were uh, dealing drugs or what, but the Crumblies had a lot of cash. And when you um, raise an idiot kid who becomes a lunatic and tortures baby birds, and you've got so much money, and you just say, oh, let's, get, let's keep our serial killer kid happy and buy him a 9 millimeter pistol. Uh, this is what you get. So, I, you know... This is this is not good because now you're creating a school shooter. So this little fucker's got money now, and he's going to go back, and he's going to shoot the girl who ratted him out for fucking 
uh, being an asshole on the bus. So this is all terrible. You got to keep the stupid people poor. That's my Eric Zancho podcast. Hot take for the day. As I said, Patreon, a little bit later on with, uh, first of all, the bonus podcast, and then, of course, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast tonight. And I so want you to be a part of it. My God, you got to join us for all the reasons I mentioned earlier. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. For five or ten bucks a month, you can get the podcast. Five bucks a month is all the uh, audio Ten bucks a month is the audio, the video, the archive, all that stuff. It's all there for you. More content for you to uh, listen to, watch, whatever you happen to do. Um, free podcast is great. Thank you so much for populating Twitch. But if you want more, I have it for you. That's all that this is. I don't beg. If you want it, get it. If you don't, that's cool too. There's plenty to go around. Plenty to go around. My goodness. Uh, I already talked about tag accounting. Reach out to the Tax Hobbit, 616-301-9516, averaging 30-plus points a game his senior year of high school at Parma Western. That's not why you hire him, though. That intensity now is matched in the accounting world. Lil fella, 616-301-9516. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage can get you into a mortgage. And it's been uh, way too long since I've broken this down. So um, I understand that life gets in the way for some of you. Now, uh, if you have a terrific credit score, it's very easy to get a mortgage. And anyone can do that. Any any person who does mortgages can get a mortgage for a person with a terrific credit score. But uh, not all mortgage folks are created equal. Mari, uh, Mario caters to everyone he makes sure that people who might have need a little bit more uh, elbow grease to get their mortgage get an opportunity as well to get into the american dream owning a home call mario today 231-332-6505 to find out how you can get involved in this type of endeavor four states is where you cannot do this in hawaii alaska South Carolina and Maine. Everybody else good to go. They are the lenders at Van Dyke Mortgage. Um, if the credit score is a little off the rails, not like I said, not everybody's got a great credit score. Bankruptcy, divorce, bad credit. Uh, maybe you got hit by Mr. Hosinski and then just became a dumbass. I don't know. Maybe you were a dumbass before Mr. Hosinski hit you. By the way, Kate, you said your team Hosinski and then you said, nobody can hit my kid. Now, you can't be both because Hosinski hit the kid. So I'm confused. You can't confuse me. Please don't do that. You can't be Team Hosinski and then say, yeah, don't hit my kid because Hosinski hits kids. He was like uh, Mr. Wickersham at Wilkerson Elementary School in 1970-whatever. I might have been 19. What what year was I in sixth grade? Was it 81? 82? I don't know. Anyway, reach out to Mario. 231-332-6505. Uh, Joe Martinez. 
from A&E Heating and Cooling wants to remind you that if you call them up and say, Tu madre es una puta. You will save 0% off of your furnace tune-up or scheduled maintenance. That's right. Just say, Tu madre es una puta. Tu madre es una puta. And he will laugh. He'll laugh. You may not speak Spanish, but if you can master Tu madre es una puta, he's going to laugh at you. He's going to know where you heard that from. Years ago, Joe started teaching us all naughty Spanish, forbidden Spanish. One of the first things he taught us was to teach you and I how to say your mother's a whore in Spanish. Tu madre es una puta. If you call him up at 616-516-8579 and say that, you're going to make his day. If you dropped any of the other things he's tried to teach us, like me palo con tu culo. Translated is suck my dick with your butt. He's going to have a heart attack. Lame me palo con tu culo. 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 You drop lame me palo con tu culo. And it's all over. Forget it. He might just do the work for free. If you fluently say, Lame mi palo con tu culo. He'll get into a car wreck if you say, Como mis nalgas cuando yo estoy cagando, cabrón. That's tough. But if you can master, Como mis nalgas cuando yo estoy cagando, cabrón. Translated, tell Joe to eat my ass while I'm shitting. You're going to destroy a family because he's going to crash the A&E heating and cooling service van. Como mis nalgas cuando yo estoy cagando, cabrón. Now, I don't know how to say that. I, I, I'm not going to even try. It, it took me forever to say, tu madre es una puta. It, but it, it doesn't flow. Ya no te voy a dar mis nalgas. Perhaps you could learn no more butthole for you. Or Pete la chingada, cabrón. Go fuck yourself. Or Comes chingo de cagada. Eat tons of shit. The king of forbidden Spanish is Joe Martinez at 616-516-8579. You need any scheduled maintenance or an after-hour service call, by all means, reach out to the legend, the one and only Joe Martinez. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Okay, I'm kind of in a holding pattern waiting for the dimps, the dimpies. Uh, a lot of the ladies that listen to the podcast will be uh, happy to know that I'm expecting the arrival of one Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Still more discussion about the uh, corporal punishment incident. Uh, Kenny is now typing in all caps and uh, oh boy. You do not assault children Period. If ever. What the fuck is wrong? What the fuck is wrong with you? So I think I think it is a uh, a war. The the warring parties, the factions are Amanda V. Kenny. I'm pretty sure that that is what's going on. So, frankly, I'm very happy with this. This makes me happy when you guys are fighting. That means I have done a good job. I have thrown something out there and I've let you you guys have at it and then pulled back and watch the sparks fly. Yes. Oh my god. There is there is so much anguish going on. People are pissed. Oh no. Nick with an elbow from the back of the room. Are you kidding me? What are you doing? Nick says a little more assault in your life as a child, Kenny. And you probably wouldn't be this much of a pain in the ass. Now that is is too much. You, that is ridiculous. How could you possibly make that horrible suggestion? What the fuck? You're going to drive them away. Chris says blood in the water. Kenny follows up with, I'm a pain in the ass because I think beating children is wrong. Yeah, go fuck yourself. And then he calls him a fucking idiot. Wow. You guys, you got to relax. Kenny, don't fall for that shit. Nick is just a, a GD troll. It's okay, man. Relax. He's doing that's what that's his job. He's a piece of shit. I'm telling you. 
This is what he's trying to do. All right. Wow. Absolutely spectacular. Spectacular. Waiting here from Kyle. I think he should be in here. I don't think I started the Zoom on time. He's probably waiting on me, knowing my luck. Uh, Melissa says, Eric's rage from yesterday has spilled over on today. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have a, I don't have a, an angry bone in my, in my body. What? Tim describes it as a Zaniac brawl. Amanda. Oh my God. She writes, Kenny still hasn't answered my question like a pussy. What are you calling him a pussy for? The fuck is that? Listen, Kyle adds, hey, everyone, how do we feel about free beer and hot wings? He's trying to suggest that we all have a common uh, enemy here. And he's right about that. It's all right. Look, you guys, take it from me. We all have differences in opinion, but let me show you. Let me lead by example, as I always have since I've started this show, that it's okay to have a difference in opinion. Trust me when I say that when I hear your opinion about something, I'm always respectful. I I always look out for you and I'm always cognizant and respectful of the things that you say to me. For example, if you tell me that you like to dress up like a hooker and wear slut boots into the office, you get no judgment from me. You know, I know I know how you're the um, you're trying to elicit some type of boner from your various coworkers, but that's okay. Amanda is being so hardcore here that the auto mod on Twitch is actually censoring her. She wrote, and I haven't allowed it to happen yet uh, to be published. I didn't beat her, but if she if she melt off me, I don't, huh? You better believe I'm going to smack her face. <laughs> and the Automod says that they've held that message for aggression. Will I allow it? Well, of course I'll allow it. This is the free speech network. I would never keep someone from ever saying a word on the chat. You all know this. What an incredible day this has been so far. We have to bring in great friend of the show. The almighty Kyle from Dumpster Divers. How are you, buddy? Good, dude. Um... I'm just realizing that that fucking uh, universe thing is still in the background of my thing, but that's all right. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is all right. It is all right. <laughs> um, yeah, what did I just miss, dude? Uh, we got into a discussion as I try, I'm trying to get your image and I can't find it, but because this is like impossible for me, but anyway, uh, we just had a discussion, um, about this teacher in Indiana. Okay. And the guy, um, as the story goes, we learned that the teacher and there's video of this in the hallway, he throws a sharp right jab at the kid. He's like a grade school kid. And, um, so, and and, um, then we learn from another student that this kid has a history of being an asshole. So, yeah, I say, fuck these kids up, dude. (laughs) So that's basically what it boils down to. You've got a warring factions on the Eric Zane show, Pat, uh, podcast audience who are either supporting never, ever touching a kid. And the other one is uh, saying, oh, no, you you can't. Uh, we definitely want to support Mr. Hosinski here. You know? Yeah, man. Here's what I'm thinking, dude. Um, kids. Okay, let me let me start here, actually. And this is probably a product of the old Aspies that um, it's possible that I possess. Um, but... If I got a call from the school and was like, listen, dude, uh, Mr. Whatever, act, like hit your kid. I, I think my I would first be like, what the fuck? But like in my head, the first question I would want to ask is, <laughs> was he being a dick? Like, was he being like, unreasonable? I mean, my kid, right. Jameson, say. And if he was and say there was video footage and stuff, I'd be like, yeah, dude, Jameson, that's on you, dude. You got to have some <laughs> people, dude. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, we have a divided audience. There is now a war. Okay. And for once I've kind of stayed out of it. Uh, but I think, uh, the, the big takeaway here is fuck all the war and shit. If I have a son or a daughter that gets struck, it doesn't matter what type of kid they are. They are now millionaires. That's true. That's true. You're probably going to get some money out of it. <laughs> okay. So they, and, and in this clip, I can't show it to you because I suck at this, but in the clip, the kid, his hands are in his pocket and you see, there's no sound in the video. The teacher's like, ah, and then wham, he just belts him and the kid's head hits the wall. And then the kid throws himself on the ground. Like he's really hurt and he might be really hurt. I don't know. But, um, if you're not, if you're that kid, my point was, if you're that kid, you have to realize your surroundings. And if you're hurt or not, throw yourself on the ground because you're seeing dollar signs. You know? You are, you're an opportunist. I like that, man. Yes. That is that is the way the world is. If they're going to take the liberty to hit you, you must take the liberty to fake the injury. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, here's what here's I think. Oppor- opportunity aside... Like, I think people just don't really think about this enough, but like, since parenting is not exact, you know what I mean? Like, you can do it any way you fucking want to. Um, people got shitty fucking kids, right? But what happens is those shitty fucking kids, you know, there's a portion of them that just never learn or never realize that they're shitty fucking kids. And then those people start raping people and they start killing people and they start molesting kids. You know what I mean? Like, it's a... It's a, it's a, it's a slippery slope. So I'm saying sometimes 
you know, maybe if this all that kid needed to prevent himself become from becoming a future murderer is a nice hit to the old face. You know what I mean? Then hey, maybe we just say we maybe we just save somebody else's life well, in the year twenty twenty eight. I think we're in a in a weird spot because the question Kate asked is the question is would you be okay with the teacher smacking your kid? And for me, it would depend. Let's just say my kid was smacked in the face, and then my first question is, well, what did you say? And if uh, it's, let's say it's a female teacher that smacked him in the face. And because uh, the argument here from the audience is no way. Well, a lot of them are saying you can't put hands on a kid. And if I find out that my son, Jim, said uh, your twat smells like a rhino's asshole and called her a whore, I'm going to say, well, uh, sorry, buddy. Uh, good luck with that. I, I'm, I'm going to support the teacher smacking him in the face in that case. But I think there's a lot of different variables that can change my opinion on that. Is that allowed? Am I allowed to kind of split hairs like that, do you think? Yeah, dude, growth. Growth is good. All right. So that's that's basically what's going on. And now um, there is some real hatred there. Kate says, Eric, you are such a liar. You'd be out of your mind. Well, no, I'm not lying. I wouldn't. I you, the one that you can call me whatever you want, but you cannot call me a liar. I'm just telling you how I feel. If I found out that Jim said something horrible like that, I think that that would change my opinion. But I I need I need the 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 facts on the case. So I guess my point is it is on a case by case issue, um, and it also depends on the severity of what was done. If it's a harmless crack across the face. You know, you learned a lesson there, in my opinion. Um, also, I'm saying this and I'm calm. Typically, people are reactionary and they make their decisions when they're angry. So I don't know. There, there, There's a lot of moving parts in this. You know? Yeah. It's tricky. For, I mean, I get it, too, because, like, maybe it, probably there's a lot of factors. Like, maybe it depends on what your thoughts are on the teacher. You know what I mean? Like, Maybe you fucking hate that teacher from the first time you met him. Or maybe you really like the teacher. And then, like, then you get yourself stuck in a weird situation. Like, well, I know that teacher is, you know, pretty badass and pretty pretty good. So if they snapped, you know what I mean? It's tricky. Right, it's, right. I'm with you. I want to split hairs, too. <laughs> uh, Kate asks me, and she asks me in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight words. If a teacher smacked Maddie, you'd be okay. Well... If you put it that way, again, you're missing context. I would need to know the gender. The gender of the teacher matters. What she said matters. And things like that. That's all important in my fact finding. I can't, I can't just say that I'm, I, I can't, I mean, if, if she's just sitting there and she didn't do anything or if it didn't warrant, in my opinion, smacking, well then absolutely, you know? Look at that. Kenny's telling Amanda to fuck off. Yeah, shit's getting wild right now, dude. <laughs> there's there's personal shots flying. Amanda's letting him have it, and then he's he is... Re okay, so you got uh, uh, Russia, Ukraine here, and I don't know who's who. <laughs> he actually said, just keep running your stupid mouth. Oh. Wow. <laughs> All right, so this is this is quite entertaining. Do you, do you agree that this is entertaining? Yeah, this is. Uh, I like this shit. This is uh, 
a lot of the times uh, the audience is, no matter what we're talking about, you know, just very chill and very yeah. like. Well, uh, what's interesting kind of- is those two are actually in love. They have sex all the time. Uh, <laughs> Kenny comes to Michigan and he has taken her to Pound Town. And it's been great. These two have crazy anger sex all the time. Uh, Corey says, smack her titties, Kenny. Fuck. Wow. All right. So there you go. Um, well, while that all continues to unfold, uh, Kyle, uh, you've got the handsome dimps there. The ladies love that. Even some of the guys, uh, what's going on? Yeah, man. Uh, couple, couple. It's funny that we're talking about kids, actually, because that was the first fucking thing I wanted to talk about. Um, so get, get. The, oh fuck. Um, oh, that's not good. What happened? My list. Yeah. Uh, my phone. It's. Just, I don't need my phone. It's. It's being weird. But get this. So we go to the fucking. We had to bring Jameson to his like year, like yeah. year checkup, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he just turned a year old. So we brought him there, and. You know, he's chill, whatever. He's, like, always, like, very chill. So, like, we always are just like, yeah, he's fine. You know what I mean? Turns out he had an ear infection, right? Um, but not, I guess it's not, like, a regular one. Like, like we couldn't, like, you couldn't see it. You know what I mean? Like, it okay. wasn't, like, doing anything out of the normal. But gotcha. he, so he had an ear infection, right? But also, we found out at the exact same time that his molars were coming in. Oh, just, boy. Right? So, anyways... Here's this is my critique of the fucking um, medical field, right? Like, let's let's enter a new phase of where the doctors just tell you like how things are like actually gonna be instead of talking doctor speak. Because if I'm the doctor, right? If you if you got Doctor Kyle walking in, you know stethoscope, white coat, I'm walking in there and I review this with you. I'm going, listen, I'm just gonna be, I'm just gonna tell you straight up, your kid's got an ear infection. And he's got his molars coming in. So you're fucked. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she should have said, right? But she, you know, she said like, oh, you know, like, um, you know, we're going to try to try to, you know, curb this and we're going to get him some medicines. And and here's what you do. Like, just telling you, I would have just said, listen, dude, for the next probably week, you are going to be fucked, dude. And that's how it's been. We've, uh, we're losing a lot of sleep. He's, uh, he's pretty pissed off. But the problem is, and I know other people got kids, they probably know what I'm talking about. He's debatably more pissed off about the fact that we're giving him medicine than he is about the ear infection itself. You know what I mean? Gotcha, gotcha. Are you giving is that uh, is that is that the pink stuff that they give him? The uh, amoxicillin or whatever the fuck it well, is. Here's, here's the thing. So here, here's a little here's a little history lesson of the old Kyle for you. That so Jameson has, and you can probably tell from some of the pictures I posted, or, or if you're my friend on Facebook, you can see some pictures. But he has my exact ears, right? But the thing is, uh, yeah, I'll I'll turn and kind of show it to the camera a little bit here. Okay. The thing about my ears is they haven't grown since I was like eight. So like eight year old head, like my head was much smaller and my ears were this big. Jameson's ears are like almost this big already. And he's <laughs> he has some big fucking ears, right? So the part of I guess how my ears are set up, like biologics, like biologically, or is that how you say that? Uh, anyway, physically, I don't know. Anatomically. Anatomically. Um, my ears were fucked up when I was a kid. So I had to get tubes 
put in because I was getting ear infections all the time. Yeah. And then they had to take the tubes out because that wasn't working and they did some other shit. Um, but anyway, so my ears are, were fucked like as a kid. Right. So he, what happened was the, like, he's had a bunch of ear infections so far. So we, we gave him this one medicine didn't work, gave him another medicine didn't work, gave him another medicine. And then that one worked finally the last time. But then we went back this time and she was like, we're going to try and we're going to give him a different one. And I'm like, of course, in my head, I'm like, shouldn't we just give him the one that works? You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, so she was like, no, like, fuck that. We're going to use this other one, um, which, you know, again, brings me back to doctors uh-huh. giving you whatever based on who's paying them. But so she gives him this this medicine. It's not fucking working. So, I, you know what I mean? It's like. All right. So, yeah, you know, I mean, I, um, what's interesting is it seems so terrible. It's like the end of the fucking world when you, when you have to wake up constantly like that, it's such a drag, but you know what? I don't remember one of those things. I mean, I guess in general, I remember it, but it's all, it's all going to make you laugh when that kid is old. Oh, you know what I mean? It's all that old. Everything's temporary. It's all fine. It's all, it's going to work out. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not. I don't take it very seriously or anything. Um, just a fog. Uh, I do want to mention to uh, mom the meatloaf now. No, dude. It was uh, it was the bleach I drank as a kid that fucked me up. Oh, when she says uh, from the way this guy talks, it sounds like those tubes went too far in and poked his brain. Well, that's that's very insulting. I don't understand why anybody would take a run at you like that out of the blue. So whoever that is, that's that's shocking to me. <laughs> no, it's Jill. Um, but let me tell you this, this is a, a side effect of Jameson being pissed off at night. Now he's deciding that he's just going to throw his body all over the fuck. Like he's just going to, if he's upset, he's just going to throw his body, which I knew was coming. Um, but the thing is, I don't know if you guys can tell through the camera, but I got a pretty big fucking head and, um, his head, that means his head is also pretty huge. So he's, it's like a bobber that overweighs the rest of his body. So when he throws his body, like the head, like the momentum's coming straight from the head. Yeah. So like three times this week, you know, like, you know, it's later at night and like we're all laying in the bed watching TV or whatever. And, you know, he's watching with us. And then he decides like, oh, fuck, like my jaw is throbbing a little bit. So he throws the head straight into my nose, dude. Oh, oh dude, he's knocking, he's knocking me out. I mean, he's not knocking me out, but. This last time I was laying like kind of flat and I, my eyes were closed because I was, I was like, you know, just kind of rest my eyes as dads do. <laughs> and he freaking threw that head back, just direct contact with the nose. It cracked. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure he knocked it sideways a little bit, but it's like, wh- isn't, whatever. Isn't that something? And you know what? For a split second in time, probably less than a second, it's so shocking but you become a different person. And for that one second in time, you want to throw them like the Hulk. You want, you're like, fuck this. And then you, and then you come back down to earth instantly. And then it's like, fuck me, man. That is, that is not good. Yeah. He, uh, he's been slowly teaching me how to control that, that knee jerk reaction for sure. But it was funny. He's, he smoked me. And like I didn't like pick him up and throw him or nothing, but like in my like I literally said the words out loud. I'm like I'm like Jameson, fuck, dude. Like yeah. I just like 
you know what I mean? Like, and he, you know, he doesn't know what I'm saying or like all that kind of stuff. But I'm just like, yeah, dude, in my head, I'm like, I had like this weird, like primal yeah. gorilla rage. I, I, you know I, I, mean? I, I do that too. No, I scream at him and then they go, <laughs> like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, you're scared, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's been my last week is just pissed off Jameson. But here's the thing. He, he also is still like very chill and laughy just when like we lay him, like when he lays back to go, like then he gets all pissed. But the rest of the time he's still fucking awesome. Yep. That's awesome. So um, how many kids you want to have? Me? Oh, so here's the thing. Um, I'm very pragmatic and um. I love Jameson and everything, but uh, the amount of work, like right now in my head, I'm I'm like one's good. You know what I mean? Um, now that doesn't mean you know the everybody else in both of our families, of course, like oh you gotta have more kids, like you need to, and it's like well you know are you watching them? You know, well that's shocking. Okay. People should never ever say you should have more kids. I I mean that's 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 not that's really and. I mean, there, there, there's several things that you don't talk about, and that's one of them. You don't go tell families to have more kids. <laughs> Unless they're, like, yeah. doing it in a joking way. Like, my son, Jim, you know, he had his first kid when he was in high school. And then he followed it up by then having another one less than two years later. And then I said, ah, fuck it. And then I'm like encouraging him. I go, Jim, you got to have more. You haven't lived until you've had a daughter. You got to have a daughter. You got to have at least three daughters, man. And then he's like, shut up, dad, shut up. You know, here he is. He figures out at a young age that, you know, he, Jim never had like a go out and party with the boys phase because he was too busy taking care of babies. But he pulled it off, you know? I mean, he's, he's 26 years old. He's married and he's still with the girl. Obviously they're married and, uh, uh, that would be, uh, um, of course, um, the, the the grandkids are there. Everything the family's worked out. So, but uh, no, I'm with you. Uh, here's the funny thing. Like, I I do want. Like, here's I don't really know how to explain it. Like, my uh, long term thoughts on it are like I I do. Me and Blue talked about this when we were first getting together, where we're like, she wanted to have a boy, um, because she's like obsessed with me you know what i mean she just loves me which yeah. is great you want that she wanted to have a boy so it could be like another little me and i i'm the same like i love blue like blue's just the best so i want i do want like a little girl just have another one of her running around right right um but i <laughs> blue blue sassy blue gets a little sassy so i know that you know, a daughter of blue is going to be sassy times two. So right. I, know, I know that for sure. Unless, mm-hmm. um, you know, just like the way it all worked out is if we had a daughter and she was very fucking chill like me, that'd be pretty fucking cool. Okay. So I do want a daughter, but like right now, like as I'm going, I'm parenting right now and going through like, you know, going through it. I'm like, yeah, dude, one seems very fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I get it. I get it. All right. Well, uh, what else do you have for us, Kyle, on the uh, banger uh, front today? Banger thing, dude. First, let me let me tell you this, Eric Zane. Um, here's the here's a, a funny thing that I that I'm I think about. Uh, I think we're and it's all based on that universe group I joined, right? So I'm not. We don't have to talk about like stuff like from the universe group. <laughs> yeah. But here's the funny part, right? 
there's people no matter what you do right it's like it's a group about the universe right and so like the point of it is like to talk about like the science and the math and like you know like theories and like really but no matter what you do right there's people on there that just want to shit post right like <laughs> i'm like here we are like just i want to talk about fucking you know quasars and fucking nebulas and like you know like theories about like is there stuff outside of the universe multiverse like all this crazy stuff right and then you always got some jackass who's gonna pop on there and be like 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 for example this one guy will come up with like a theory right which you know more power to him because it can't be proven or disproven you know what i mean and some dude will come on there and be like no that's not realistic at all it's like dude like fuck you dude well does it does it uh does it take an even uh, more sinister turn with like our our group today in the chat uh typing in all caps and and screaming at each other does does it get to that point oh for sure and um yeah and part of it is and it gets to um it really gets to the like the, the essence of human nature because in the rules, like there's not very many rules in the group, but like, you know, it's like talk about so- like what I just said, but it says like, please like no discussions on religion because it's just going to start fucking arguments. You know what I mean? Because right. Although like in my mind, science and religion are, they kind of say the same thing, but in a different language, like there's no way to translate it right. very well for like the average. Yeah, person. I get it. I get it. Yeah. So anyway, it's like, you'll see some other, like some guy will post something and somebody come on there and be like, like, he'll ask, like, how do you think this was created or whatever? And some guy will go on there and be like, oh, God created it. And like, go on, like, start quoting the Bible and stuff. And then you'll see like, like 230 comments. <laughs> after I know that, you know what I mean? Well, I think, okay, essentially what we have here, this is the new entertainment. Before we would watch shows on TV that have drama. Now, because of Moments like that and moments like in our chat here in our little neck of the woods on Twitch, we don't need that. We can be part of it. And when you're divided uh, and you can communicate like in the way that we are, it allows us to tell others to suck our dicks. And so (laughs) that is beautiful. We now have entertainment. This is the best. Now I have Amanda and I have Kenny. One is in Michigan. One is in Tennessee. Through the power of online distribution are telling each other to go fuck themselves. It's amazing. (laughs) I love it. I couldn't be more happy. That's kind of the the point. Like um, I was thinking about it just because you know me. I'll take like a little thing and then extrapolate it out to what it means for society as a whole. But, like, we're in a pretty fucking interesting little time in history that nobody was, is ever going to talk about except for people like me because I'm not important. But, like, the government will never talk about it or, like, like the, the smartest minds that can influence society. Well, they'll never talk about it. But, like, we're in, like, an interesting time because, like, in the old days, right, like, say there was a universe group, right, where, like, smart people met to, like, talk about that type of shit. Like, there, it'd be a group and there'd be, like, membership, you know, like, rules and there'd be like you know it'd be exclusive and shit and then like say these people would travel around and like talk on a stage or whatever and like regular people would come and just listen to them and then ask questions from there like but in the old days it was like if you were an expert or you were somebody with knowledge on the subject like people would just fucking believe you you know what i mean because like oh yeah this guy's got the credentials even though i'm not going to research what the credentials are or anything they just believe them but now like 
you get online like on the universe group and whatever and it's like i read i read some stuff that like these you can tell these people are very smart you know they're quoting like math and like you know quantum theories and stuff like that but like you read it and like your first initial thought is like can i trust this guy i don't know if i can trust this guy well yeah you know what i mean so now we're in this interesting spot where it's like the internet has evolved to a spot where it's like people still want to trust experts because that's like the history of the world. And like, that is the, like what you're, you would think you sh- you're supposed to do, but we're in a spot where we also like hear an expert and I put expert in quotation marks, but like we either go, I'm going to believe him or fuck that guy. Well, you yeah. know what I mean? And that's what half the population does nowadays. You have trained physicians in the CDC telling us what is up. And then we get dummies like you who do their own research and come up with silly shit. That's what, that's what, that's what this is. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like we're like, we're in a weird spot where like as a society, we got to figure out which way we're going to go. Cause like the world's like, we live in the post truth era and like the world's so fucked up, you know, with money and dollar signs and stuff that like the problem is like when the CDC says something, you got a certain amount of the population that are like, these fuckers are getting there's some there's some sort of agenda or money behind it. But then other people are like, no, I'm going to take them for their, every word they say and I'm just going to believe them. But like so now we have we have two different ideologies right now in history. And in, until we fucking figure out what it is and like where to go with it, like we're yep, never going to be in society. Hey, I'm out of time. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah we are totally. Uh. Any any closing thoughts? Um, no, dude. I think uh, yeah. I think that was a okay. good little thing. No, no, you did great. Are you driving today? What are you doing? Oh yeah, I'm go- I'm going. Oh guys, by the way, let me just mention this really quick. We are so we got the that other software I was telling you about like fucking months ago that didn't actually happen when I thought it would. Yeah. But this software, we got it ready to go. We're about to turn on the website where people can start booking dumpsters themselves, like pizzas. But, um, yeah, we started, we've got to be this software set up. It's pretty fucking sick. But so in the near future, um, probably like this week or next week, probably next week, you'll be able to fucking book dumpsters like pizzas, dude. Dumpsterdiversllc.com. Yes. Yes. So that will be, that'll alleviate the phone call. Yeah. Well, if you want, I mean, you're still going to get old people. Yeah, I know that. I mean, you can still do that, but it's, it's also easier to just. Book it and then boom, you show up. Dimpies, yeah. good to go. Yeah, that's that's how it's set up. But what's going to happen is because people will book it and then they'll call us, and be like, "Yeah, I just uh, booked the dumpster online, I think." And then we'll be like, "Yeah, you did." And the the it happens even yeah. now, like you know, yeah. people, people send in emails and then they'll be like, "Did I book one?" And be like, "No, because we don't know where you live yet." You know what I mean? Uh, like, okay. Like yeah, that. you got to fill out all the info. You know. Yeah. All right. But, um, yeah, it's exciting times, is all I'm saying for dumpster divers. Get a damn dumpster. Okay, Kyle, thank you. All right, see you guys. Love you. All right, there you go. Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Uh, doing amazing things. Thank you to him. Okay. Always fun. Uh, handsome devil he is. Just a handsome devil. My God. All right. Where am I? Where am I? What am I doing? What's happening? Holy cow. 
Okay. Thank you very much, folks, for being part of the show. We are an hour and 33 minutes into it, and it feels like we just started. The time is ripping by. Holy cow. Thanks again to everyone who's ever signed up for a Cameo. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Great fun. If you want me to say hello to someone or roast them, I can do that. Like, uh, you know, if um, Kenny wants to um, say hello to his pal Amanda, he can have me do that. I would do that for him. Or if uh, Amanda wants me to say hello to Kenny, I can do that for her. Or, Or if Amanda wants me to say something horrible to Kenny... I mean, I got to do what she says. She's the boss. So she pays 15 bucks and then tells me whatever she wants me to say to Kenny. Or I can, you know, Kenny can hire me and I can tell Amanda where to go. That's how this goes. I can, I can say terrible things to people that you don't like on Cameo. And that's a win. Because I love talking shit. That is like my favorite thing to do in the world. All right. So cameo.com slash Eric Zane. So like right now, if Patriot uh, Nick right now hired me within the next 26 minutes, I'd see it. And if he said, hey, I want you to talk shit about Kenny, I'm going to do that. Or if Kenny sends me one and says, hey, I want you to talk shit about Nick. You can count on it. I am, and you can't get mad at me. I'm just trying to make a living. It's not my fault that there is fighting amongst this amazing group. I would never, ever want there to be any type of consternation or anguish among audience members or audience members and me. Ever. I've never, ever done that. So, cameo.com slash Eric Zane. I'm just saying. Uh, Hal Sparks is in town from, uh, well, today till uh, freaking Saturday. Uh, You go to fullhousecomedy.com if you want to see Hal Sparks this weekend. I think he's at the listening room in downtown Grand Rapids tonight. And then uh, I think he's at Creston Brewing, or the it's also known as Grand Rapids Comedy Club. And then he's at Billy's Lounge. Hal's great. Go see him. You will love Hal Sparks. If you are on the right side of the fence, um, you should probably be ready to be insulted. That's how he rolls. He's pretty smart, too. Okay. Sorry, technically there's a couple things going on that are messing with my sound, and I don't like that. I I don't like that at all. Just, uh, I think we're lucky, though, that I haven't had an issue with that piece of equipment that I keep bashing with my fist. It's happened the last few weeks, last few days on Patreon, where this, I start hearing weird noises, and you're like, what's going on? What is he doing? And then I disappear below this desk and start pounding my fist on the fucking thing, like an old school Zenith console TV. Holy shit. Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and and EV. 616-532-6600. This happened. And, you know, um, the power steering on the Accord, the 07 Accord, is acting 
Herky jerky. Uh, that's that's actually a technical term, herky jerky. Madison is like, Dad, what's going on? Now, the boys and girls at Irvine's just repaired a lot of things. One of the things they repaired was the leak in the power steering fluid, um, re- uh, the little reservoir. It's, there was a bad seal. They, re- they replaced it. Um, I get in the car and pick it up, and I, I, it's difficult to turn. It's like it feels like there is no power steering. I was like, ah, fuck it. No big deal. It's old. Madison calls me, Dad, I can't turn it. Like, okay. Uh, I call Bruce. I go, and he goes, well, um, wasn't a problem when we had it. Bring it back. Bring it back. We will take care of that. It's that attention to detail that makes them spectacular. That's why. I mean, seriously, if the podcast dried up and I had no more Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid NEV, to talk about. They're still with me for life and they will be for you too. Oh my God. The single number one thing in the industry of repairing automobiles is trust because years ago, assholes, well, even still to this day, assholes would screw the consumer and trick them into getting service that they didn't really need and shit like that. Well, Irvine's kind of did away with that whole bit of nonsense Lady-owned, veteran-owned, family-owned. Jamie, Eric, Megan, and Bruce by extension because he's like family, and I forget everybody else's name there. They're in the in the midst of an expansion there to be able to serve the customer even better. 616-532-6600, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. That's E-R-Vines, E-R-V-I-N-E-S, Irvine's.com. We buy cars from Sarah Honda Granville. If you are in the market for a brand new, they have new cars at Sarah Honda Granville, contrary to popular belief. In fact, when it came to that car that I bought, the Queen of the Forest, or I should say we bought, I have to say we bought. That's fair. It's not I bought. Um, that we bought. I called up. Cameron, I go, dude, she wants an Accord hybrid. Do you have any? He said, three, make it two. We have two. Do you want one? I said, yes. He goes, it's yours. Come get it. It's that simple. Gone are the days when you go there and try to haggle. The internet has eliminated that. What I mean by that is it's so easy for the customer, the consumer to be remarkably educated about the product that the lowest price you're going to see is what the car is actually selling for. Okay. Irvine's auto. I'm sorry. Sarah Honda Granville specializes in unbelievable, uh, effort to make sure that you are satisfied with your experience for a brand new Honda or certified pre-owned, or maybe even a budget car. You can get it at Sarah Honda Granville online at sarahhondagranville.com. Okay, hang on. All right. Well, uh, rappers have been dying. A lot of rappers have been dying. The latest rapper to die is, well, He's known as, uh, it says rapper 
uh, YNGX17. So I thought it was a rapper known as YNGX, and his age is 17. But that is not the case. I think the rapper is known as Young X17. So it's not like he is 17 years old. A West Coast rapper, Young X17. I'll show him to you just a second here. There, there he is. This is Young X17. I think he's 28 years old. That's an Instagram pic of Young X17. You will no longer see any more new pics of Young X17 because he's now dead. Young X17 uh, was walking across the street, I guess, and there was some incident along the road where Young X17 uh, was talking shit. He's a pedestrian crossing the street, and I don't know what the fuck happened, but the motorist and Young X-17 started to get into it. The driver of a white Toyota Tundra, who is not known at this point, also had a, uh, a, a tr- was towing a trailer. I don't know if it was like a, a trailer that you'd um, um, uh, transport a vehicle on or something like that or whatever. All I know is Toyota Tundra. And the guy, the driver, got into an argument with Young X-17, who I'm looking at his uh, his very last Facebook post. I'll share it with you here. Um, he wrote there, Betcha ain't gone do shit. Now, translated from rapper to English, that means I bet you aren't going to do anything. But this is his last post. I think this is like a, uh, you can click on it and there, there might be like music or something like that. Oh my God. Rest in peace to your ears. This goes on for nine minutes. I guess he was, yeah, they they indicated in the story that he's smoking a blunt. So he's getting stoned in the car at the wheel listening to music. That is the last thing we have from Young X-17. How did this unfold? What is the next step? What is the mystery that happened here? The verbal spat that took place. The two individuals reportedly argued as the driver was stopped in traffic on the northbound side of, looks like, Tahunga Avenue. The the J is, is a soft J, Tahunga Avenue in L.A. During the argument, Grant, which is the real name, real last name of the uh, rapper, um, I'll just say Young X-17. Young X-17. He reportedly climbed on top of the left wheel well of the trailer. 
But as the Toyota began to move with traffic, the trailer part uh, smashed a concrete barrier. And Grant fell off and he got caught up in the wheels. So then his body got like pulled into the fender, the metal fender, and like hacked off all of his meat on his body. So he was basically uh, skinned alive and wrapped up. The meat of Young X-17 is now spinning around in the trailer as this guy drives off. So, like, his body is is disintegrating as the guy drives down the road. This is horrible. What a sequence. My God. And that and that all happened from a just a little... Uh, uh, it was kind of no different than, like, Amanda. That would be like if Amanda were at a light and Kenny, a rapper, was walking across the street. And uh, they got into an argument... And then, then that's what would happen. Kenny would be then caught up in the wheel wells, no doubt do tremendous damage to the trailer as Amanda would be laughing as his body ripped apart and wound up all over the road. Uh, the guy kept driving, and they don't know where he is, the bad guy, the guy who killed young X-17. No arrests have been made in connection to his death, which is still under investigation. Following the death, Yesterday of Young X-17, LAPD. Now listen to this. LAPD, instead of like, be on the lookout for this, the LAPD, who no doubt hates all rappers, they're probably in support of the driver of the Toyota Tundra. Okay? Knowing the LAPD, they're probably like the county. They probably took pictures of Young X-17's body meat all over the road and shared them with people. LAPD, in a statement, is reminding motorists and pedestrians about road etiquette. In their statement, they said, not be on the lookout for a Toyota Tundra. They said, motorists are reminded to remain patient while driving on the roadway. And pedestrians are reminded not to ride on portions of a vehicle that are not designated or intended for the use of passengers. Yeah, I don't think Young X-17 was looking for a ride at that point. Uh, well, police ask, uh, if you have any information, uh, contact Valley traffic division, uh, officer Reyes. So that's it. Young X 17 is gone at 28 years old. My God, what a gruesome way to go. You got caught up in the wheels of a trailer. Sounds horrible. Folks, a reminder that, um, the Threads podcast, Threads podcast, Life Unfiltered, is something you need to subscribe to. Add Threads podcast, Life Unfiltered, to your listening palette. Wherever you download podcasts, Threads podcast, Life Unfiltered. Um, Jason Terry from Threads keeps telling me that he is an asshole, but I know he's not. And it's really shocking to me that he would suggest that because I always say nice things about him. And then he is constantly reaching out to me and saying, man, you keep saying nice things about me, but I'm telling you, I am not that nice. 
I don't believe that. Would you stop lying to me? I'm really flawed. You're not as flawed. No one's as flawed as me, Jason. So, I mean, seriously. Uh, Threadspodcast.com is where you can get more information. Episode 169, Grieving the Loss of a Friendship. Now, I have a feeling that this one has to do with what Jason had just talked about not long ago about, um, because him and Ben, who used to be on the show, that got weird. And Mike, uh, pal of Ben too. And, and that's, that got weird too. Welcome to Threads Podcast, Life Unfiltered. Thank you so much for joining us for episode 169. We are so grateful that you're choosing to hang out with Jason and I. Jason, what I like the upbeat music today. I love the upbeat music. Our personal format. What that consists of is just a personal update, highs, lows, accountability, uh, mental health update. and These guys are woke as shit. I mean, I, I would never dream of saying words like mental health accountability. My idea of mental health accountability is saying, fuck you. That, that is how I deal with my accountability. And a little bit of faith. And uh, we wrap it all together with a little bow, and put it on top and Ooh. edit and ship it out. We're going to be fancy today. Yeah. You guys are in for a treat. I am stuffy. I do not have COVID. I tested twice in the last two days just to make sure I wasn't bringing it here. Jason's a little punchy, and I am drinking Monster at 11 a.m., so watch out, world. I'm going to cut out the word monster, and it's going to say, I I am drinking. <laughs> watch out, world. I'm a little confused because if you see here on the episode, I see three faces, so what is going on? Wow, talk about hipster looks, too. Uh, These two sound like hipsters, but they look like serial killers. And these images here, why is there three? What's going on? Why is there three? I thought there was only two people on the show. I'm massively confused. Well, anyway, uh, get more by going to threadspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. Tim says they do a great job. Mike fits in great. Yeah, I stay out of it. I don't know what happened between those dudes. That's their own personal business, but uh, things got a little weird for our boys. I hope that they get that figured out because uh, ben, uh, Jason's very, very upset about the loss of Ben as a friend. And um, so there you go. Nick bringing back Mr. Hosinski says Hosinski bringing mental health accountability to asshole kids at any school willing to hire him. <laughs> Holy shit. Hosinski. Hey, Mr. Hosinski, what are you doing beating that kid? All right. Where am I? Oh, I had another rapper story for you. Okay. And um, this one is follow-up and also getting you filled in. Um, Young Dolph. Actually, I remember talking about this. Young Dolph was shot and killed 
in Memphis, Tennessee. Now, young Dolph was super famous, especially in in Memphis. It was a big deal. This is a huge story for folks in that area. And Dolph was killed in broad daylight at an ambush at a Memphis, Tennessee bakery. Okay, they uh, caught the bad guys who are pleading not guilty. And Dolph was quite literally buying cookies at the bakery. It's kind of like a little uh, fancy place to get your baked goods. And Dolph was shot and killed. It was a horrible murder. And so that is that. And um, but now what's crazy is, um, well, there's a little bit of background here because after Dolph was murdered, at the bakery in Memphis, um, the locals uh, put up a makeshift memorial. You see these from time to time. But this one has been uh, growing. And uh, basically what this involves in, because I'm just going to tell you that I hate these things. I have always hated makeshift memorials, um, especially the ones on the side of the road. Those are the worst. Because at the end of the day, the family moves on and they've, uh, you know, years later in the fucking, uh, there's 8 million teddy bears on the side of the road that the guy who mows it has to run over and then it's a, it's a pollution issue. It's just, it makes everything look shitty. There's nothing worse than 50 ratty, weathered by the elements, fucking roadside cemeteries. All right? Uh, People need to understand, okay, that where a person died is not a joyous place. Put a tasteful memorial at a thing known as the cemetery, okay? Where the person died is not the fun zone, all right? Fucking A. I've had it. Well, the folks in Memphis don't see it that way. So they're now uh, polluting the environment and messing up everything with this elaborate, gigantic display to honor the late young Dolph. And, well, up until... Well, I better not say anything else about the story. If you know the story, don't steal the thunder. I'll... Fucking kick your ass. I'm seeing is now a growing trend. Um, I need to point out that the audio of this is low, and I've done all I can to make it louder. So you might have to turn it up. Once a crime scene is now a growing tribute to the life of young Dolph. Tonight, we caught up with a man who takes time daily to maintain the growing memorial to the rapper. So Brad Broders is live at the mural with a story you'll only see on ABC 24. So Brad. By the way, this guy has ears. Like uh, Kyle from Dumpster Diver's Kid. Look at the side. Look at fucking Dumbo here in the poor fitting suit. Who is this gentleman that cares so much? Well, he's an asshole. That's what he is. Look at this fucking uh, eyesore on this bakery. Look at this place. Yeah, good evening, Rudy. Jeremiah Taylor, that's his name. He said he spends at least 15 minutes here each day tidying, organizing, and adding on to the... 15 minutes? He should be spending 24 hours. This memorial for young Dolph that's growing in size and significance with fans sharing fellowship. 
whether it's a spray paint. I caught it. I just realized you weren't seeing any of that. Thank God I caught it. Holy shit. Is now a growing tribute to the life of young Dolph. Tonight, we caught up with a man who takes time daily to maintain the growing memorial to the rapper. So Brad Broders is live at the mural with a story you'll only see on ABC 24. So Brad, who is this gentleman that cares so much? Yeah, good evening, Rudy. Jeremiah Taylor, that's his name. He said he spends at least 15 minutes here each day tidying, organizing, and adding on to this memorial for young Dolph that's growing in size and significance with fans sharing fellowship. Whether it's a... Okay, this guy... He's, he's got... He, they show this dude with a can of spray paint. He's just spray painting... You shit on the fucking wall. Or stable gun in hand. Jeremiah Taylor is a man on a mission each day at this memorial honoring. Look at this thing. <laughs> slain Memphis rapper, Young Dolph, on Airways Boulevard. Yeah, it looks great. Looks excellent. Boulevard. He was a legend. He was a king. So he still deserves to be treated as such. For Taylor, the persistence is personal. Oh, my he, God. Young Dolph grew up in the Castalia Heights neighborhood. Hold on. Back that up. Look at this. They, they they spray paint all this shit out of here. The fucking window rattler air conditioner is all fucked up. Teddy bears actually stapled to the wall. Yeah, I'm sure young Dolph is going to love that. This is personal. He, like Dolph, grew up in the Castalia Heights neighborhood, went to Hamilton High, and met the rapper several times. It was very hard. It started off as me trying to get myself out of a rut. This really put me in a, in a bad situation mentally or whatever. And so just for my mental health, it started out, all right, let me get to doing something positive. By the way, there is a, probably the biggest twist in a story coming up. I mean, I'm not kidding you. The... Uh, uh, twist that you hear will hear coming up is 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 gonna shake you to your core. Three days after Dolph's death, inside Makita's cookies, outside the store, Taylor, along with local activist Frank Gotti, make daily trips to organize, beautify, and freshen up this growing tribute. And I want them to know people around the world to know, yeah, we care about Dolph. We're not just gonna have your stuff looking on any type of way. Taylor provided this time-lapse oh, video God. three weeks ago, showing the progress across hours. As of Friday, So all these vandals, look at this guy's writing on the building. So basically, it's, hey, come on in and vandalize. Well-wishers signed their names and expressed their feelings about Dolph's life and his legacy. The love he had, and people, a lot of people realizing and now seeing that's the person. Well, apparently, he didn't love everybody. Every, everybody. <laughs> I can't even speak. Uh, taking care of his community, being a philanthropist, and, and really promoting financial independence and the morals that he taught. Wow, he's such a wonderful guy. I wonder why he was murdered at the bakery buying cookies. Yeah, he sounds like an excellent dude. Now, Taylor said he's met people from as far away as New York and California who've added on to this memorial. <laughs> yeah, they got a great voice. He's hopeful that if this Makita's cookie store eventually reopens, there will be a permanent memorial set up for young Dolph in addition to the Honorary Street a short distance from here on Airways Boulevard and Dunn Avenue. Live in the Memphis Airport area, I'm Brad Broders reporting. All right. So that's, uh, that's not the end of the story, though. Oh, boy. Um, the guy that we just heard from, who was uh, 
the like caretaker for the young. Well, he's fucking dead too. Uh, he got shot while taking care, while fucking making more vandalism. I don't know if somebody was pissed off because of the what? What the fuck? But this guy is now dead. He was uh, he was killed. Jared, the guy who was taking care of young Dolph's memorial was also shot and killed. Oh, great. Now we got to have fucking two memorials. Memorial for young Dolph and the guy who was taking care of young Dolph's memorial. Son of a bitch. I tell you what, uh, one can only wonder what the hell is going on with, uh, with anyone, if you're associated with Young Dolph, you're probably not going to want to do anything going forward. Jeremiah Taylor, who visited the site of Young Dolph's memorial several times, has been uh, no leads, of course, on who shot him. Well, that's a thing. In, in Memphis in particular, in that uh, area, and what I mean is black people don't talk to cops. You could have this guy, Jeremiah Taylor's brother, standing next to Jeremiah Taylor, and a gang member would go up and shoot Jeremiah Taylor in the face, and then Jeremiah's brother would look and see who did it and know him, and then the police would say, who shot him? And then the brother would say, I don't know. That's what's going on there. No leads on who shot him. He was found dead on Getwell Road. Uh, Oh, my God. And he was killed right in the same exact spot that young Dolph was killed. Oh, my God. What a catastrophe. Well, silver lining. We don't have to worry about the fucking teddy bears anymore, I guess. Well, no, maybe we will. They'll probably stay there forever. Memphis isn't exactly the type of town where they, uh, you know, clean up after themselves. It's kind of a shithole. Holy shit. My God. He was walking in Memphis six feet off the ground. What? Are you quoting a Mark Cohn song? They were able to use the same. He wrote cock, but he means chalk outline, says Josh, you assholes. The street sweeper from Bullwinkle? will be by shortly to clean it all up. Are we pulling out Bullwinkle references now? Sir Bob writes, trying to win a stuffed animal at the shooting gallery. What the fuck? Adam adds, there's a job opening for (laughs) memorial upkeep. Well, you guys are on point today. I'll give you that. The asshole of the day is next. I have the Patreon bonus podcast coming up a little later on. We'll talk about Gina Carano, who played, uh, what was her name on The Mandalorian? Um, uh, Big Tits Fat or something like that. I don't know. Just a total babe. Total stone cold killer. But dumb as shit. This is one of the stupidest people to walk the planet. She's being stupid again. I am so happy that she was canceled, okay? She still has enough of a platform, though, that her stupidity is inundating our brains, and that makes me sad. She's an idiot. 
This is a stupid twat who said that Republicans are just like uh, Jews slaughtered during the Holocaust. That That's what she said. And then she was canceled, and everybody said, why? I don't get it. I don't understand why she was canceled. Cara Dune, is that what it was? Cara Dune? Oh, my God. I was so happy when she was canceled. So happy. Is that show back, by the way, The Mandalorian? Is that Did that ever restart? I know everybody was losing their shit about the book of Boba Fett. I don't know if The Mandalorian is back yet. Uh, I also have a um, crazy, passionate uh, love affair gone south in the great state of Wisconsin. Methamphetamine was involved. Um, and a Florida inmate is supporting a new Florida bill about having to reveal your identity when you win a lottery prize. You won't believe that story. It's unbelievable. In fact, the state of Florida is probably like, we got to put her on an ad campaign to help us get support for this bill that we're trying to pass. Count on it. But the asshole of the day is next. I would love to help your business. Send me an email, eric at ericzancho.com on the Shoreliner Striping inbox about how this all works. That's what happened with Frank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance. Do you have to navigate healthcare.gov? You know, Obamacare? Uh, that is the way you get health insurance when you um, are either unemployed or you are self-employed. Doing that on your own is a bit of a challenge. It can be. I recommend reaching out to Frank, 616-914-4070, and have him do it for you. It's free. He does it all for you. And then he will give you all of the, uh, well, he'll make sure that you don't make the same mistakes I did when I signed up for it the first time. Don't do that. My God. 616-914-4070. Then, of course, there's gun school. 616-204-1705. The next class is coming up so you can get certified. Um, to get your pistol license. You want to carry your pistol concealed. You don't want to be like one of those jokers that walks around like a tough guy carrying his pistol for the world to see. That's, first of all, everybody hates that. No one likes seeing an idiot walking around with his pistol, unless you're a cop, um, for the world to see. And that, that's also going to make you a target when the bad guy opens fire or stabs you at Meyer on Clyde Park. Conceal it, ding dong. Take the class. That's the first step. The first step is not buying a pistol. The first step is taking the class. 616-204-1705 or princearming.com. Last but not least, my pals over at Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. So if I have any technical issues, I reach out to them. They take care of it. I pay them each month for that service. It's like having my own tech department. Um... Before that, though, if you're looking to upgrade the tech in your small or medium-sized business, call upon them, 616-285-50. Why, Eric Zane? We can buy computers. We can do that. 
It's so not like that. You need to uh, make sure you buy the right set of tech. You don't want to buy too little, too much, or the wrong tech. Tell Alan from Blue Frost IT what makes your business tick and how it works. Okay? And then you go from there. He'll tell you what to buy, and off you go. That is a complimentary consultation, 616-285-50 for Blue Frost IT. All right, we're going to need suggestions for the asshole of the day brought to you by JM Synthetics and TC Paintball. Where are you? What are we going to do here? Nick Stauskas, another 43 for 100 points in one in two nights. That's incredible. Hal Sparks joined me. That was great fun. The Tax Hobbit joined me. That was great fun. Ben and Eric today. Saul, the joke judge. So great. Um. Uh, the kid in Indiana um, who got hit won the lottery. Uh, I, you know, that could be, we could have, uh, well, we have two possible recipients for asshole of the day. 90% of me says the teacher for hitting that child should be asshole of the day. 10% of me says it's the kid. I think that's where it's going to go. One of those two. Hmm. Today's asshole of the day is Mr. Hosinski. Mr. Hosinski has to earn that, but, but, There is a caveat. If more information surfaces, he could be expunged from that, and it could go to the kid. Uh, Though the kid probably is an asshole, we don't know what the kid said. The the, The kid may have said nothing. He may have just been standing there. We don't know that. So I have to give it to Hosinski. Okay? Um. Without more information, um, I can't really say. I don't think you really got to work hard to deserve that type of treatment, in my opinion. I mean, that was a pretty hard shot that that little buddy took. Okay, he was a little kid. I don't know. Even I can't get behind striking that kid in that moment. Uh, Amanda is calling me a pussy. Adam is calling me a sellout. Now, look, we don't have the information. We don't know what that kid said. You guys are very hardened in this. Cole says that the Cole says the kid shouldn't have been standing there. Uh, I Yeah, I don't think that that kid deserved to be struck like that by Mr. Hosinski. However, there are times that a teacher has the right, should have the right to smack the shit out of a child. That is as far as I will go. If a child tells a teacher something horrible, 
And a lot of this has to do with gender, age, size of child. You know, I think generally putting the power into the teachers would be a flaw, but I can see that the argument could be made. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of half pregnant here on this. Now, Amanda continues because Amanda's also a little stupid. I mean, I think we can, uh, can all agree with that. She says, if a child is a bully, I say do it or expel him. Well, again, you keep adding variables to this that are not known. And, you know, with all due respect, it's because you're a little dumb. I mean, I love you, but you are kind of, well, Kenny is too. You're both a little dumb. I mean, we, everybody can agree with that. I think we're all a little dumb to some degree. But Amanda just announces it more. Well, they both do. Kenny and her announce it while they're having sex, usually. And I wish you guys would quit denying that you're uh, having sex, okay? Go on. We all know it. All right. That is it for this edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed doing it. And I hope you have a great day. And I hope to see all of you back on the Patreon bonus podcast. So if you don't subscribe to Patreon, do it so we can have even more fun together. Or don't. That's okay, too. But I sure would like to have you there. Okay. Enjoy it. Have a good one. Bye-bye.